Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. What is up, everybody? It is Crut here with my buddy Will. This is the first initial episode of Bears, Blurs, in Belgium. We're excited to bring it to you guys, talk some Bears, talk some Blurs, talk some Belgium. So we're excited to bring it to you guys. Will, what's up today, man? Nothing, man. Uh, you know, the NFL season is upon us. Yes. Week one, officially. So, uh, so it'll be good. Six days. Six days till, till my beloved Bears are back on the, on the gridiron. So, no, I'm, I'm hyped up. Obviously, you know, the big story this year is Fields. First round picked, I think it was 20, right? Uh, not starting. Kind of hurts a little bit for me. But I, I know we've talked a little bit. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like you got to kind of trust the coaches, the, the organization, the coaching staff. They don't want to rush. They don't want to throw him into the fire when – but I, I think he's ready. I mean, I uh, – I think he's ready, but I also think that they want to take their time. So I, I got to respect that at least a little bit um, just to just to get him, you know, and it could all change. Dalton comes out, throws throws a, two picks, we're down at half. They just throw him in. Like that could easily happen. I could see that happening. That's such a Bears move. Um, but it is, it's a lot of pressure on, on Dalton, though, man. Like he makes a couple mistakes. Oh, my God. Twitter is going to be <laughs> – Get him out! Get him out! He sucks. Why do we pay this guy? So it's a lot of pressure on him, and it's a lot of pressure on the coaches too. So it'll be interesting to see though. Monday night, or well, for me it's Monday night. Monday morning, two twenty a.m. start. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Obviously, everybody knows that I'm a huge Bears guy, huge Bears fan. So definitely excited for the season to start, and uh, it'll be a good good thing to kind of talk about throughout throughout the year. Yeah, with Dalton and Fields, I feel like Dalton could have no mistakes, just not enough production, and he's going to hear so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, as soon as he steps on the field, he's going to hear it. It's tough. It, it's tough to be in that position when there's a guy that, um, you know, obviously we drafted him. We, we want him to be the next franchise quarterback, but you're the guy that's in front of him. It's tough, man. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna do. I, I like the offense. You've got some speed in the receivers now. Um, Mooney is coming back after a good, good uh, rookie year. Allen Robinson, obviously, pay the guy, please. Um, <laughs> if if uh, Ryan Pace is listening to this, um, yeah, uh, Marquise Goodwin. I like that pickup. A lot yeah. of speed. Um, yeah. I think. I think we got a, a, a good a good offense, good offensive line. I know we've been kind of banged up, and, and that's kind of where people are kind of hitting us right now is, oh, our offensive line sucks. But we got some solid guys. I mean, Whitehair w- was hurt last year. Um, he's, he was pretty productive at, at, the, at the center position and, and everything. So, um, you know, Daniels is coming back and, and everything. We drafted two guys. I know one of the guys is out, but, um, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be a good test for those guys up front. Week one, going up against Aaron Donald and the boys. Uh, Leonard Floyd, former Bear, should have never got rid of him. But, um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited for week one, and it's Sunday night. But for me, it's Monday morning at 2.20, so 2.20 a.m. You better believe I'll be up and watching it. Yeah, so logistics-wise, 
again, we'd like to have a lot of these come out on Mondays. Obviously, there's four uh, primetime games for the Bears this year, including week yeah. one. So we will wait, wait to record that on Monday and get it out on Tuesday. Uh, so correct. And then when the when the Bears games get flexed, you know, when we're like you know twelve and two or whatever we are, you know, <laughs> and they get flexed to more prime time. You guys are not going to get flexed. Gonna have to, we're going to have to adjust that too. But, no chance. No chance. But yeah, I actually went to training camp uh, in August. The Bears, the Bears invited me out to training camp. Man, it was just one of the best times of my life going out there. I'd never been to House Hall before, and. Uh, yeah, man, it was fun. It was fun. I got to bring uh, a couple guests, brought some buddies from back home, some some, and then my uh, my high school coach. We went out to, to Hallis Hall and we kind of went and and uh, you know you walk in and it was like kind of like a festival type thing, you know, bags, a bunch of bunch of stuff, stores and everything. And then we got to go into Hallis Hall and watch it like in like a uh, like a viewing suite, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't get to take a tour though. That that was going to be. That was going to be the highlight of my summer was a tour of House Hall, but uh, because of COVID and stuff, it yeah. didn't happen. But um, so, yeah, we got to see we got to see him work out and everything it was like I think it was like the third day, third day of camp. So, you know, it, it's it's been a whole month and, and then some since I've seen guys working out and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So we're going to be we're going to be what we're going to be. I think we're going to be good this year. And then. Um, feels looked all right during that. I mean, it was only his third day. So, you know, if you came to the Loyola practice in 2018 and, and you <laughs> saw me my third day, you, you know, you'd say, yeah, he was all right. So, um, but he's learning the system. Everybody's learning and, uh, the coaches and everything. We're going to, we're going to be good this year, man. Monday night. Well, Monday morning, I keep saying Monday morning because when I buy the, I have to buy this NFL game pass. Yeah. Well, first I wanted to try to get the whatever the Sunday ticket doesn't exist in Europe, by the way. Mm-hmm. So then I had to get the international game pass, like two hundred and eight bucks for for every single game, which is all right, whatever I'll pay it. But the nice thing about it is it shows the game times, like in my in my time, which mm-hmm. I can do the math. You know, it's <laughs> you know plus seven or minus seven, but do I really want to? No. <laughs> so. It's, so like I was talking to my dad the other day and I was like, yeah, the Bears play play Monday because it says Monday two twenty. I'm like, yeah, the Bears play Monday night. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? It's Sunday night. I was like, no, no, no. So that'll be something to get used to, but it'll be fun. So and then you're a big Colts guy, right? So well, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seahawks week one. We'll we'll see how that goes. But it's a Colts nowadays. Oh my gosh, Carson Wentz. Carson. No, Wentz. he's hurt. I thought he was hurt though. Of- yeah, he's been a little banged up. Then he had COVID issues, and but I, he's back practicing now. So excited, uh, excited for Sunday. Nelson's out too, right? Or yes, he had a very similar foot injury. I do not think he's back fully practicing yet. So we'll see. Yeah, injuries are tough in the preseason. That, that's like yeah. one of the things that I, I feel like as a football coach is kind of tough. You know, like yeah. do you play your guys in the preseason or do you? You rest them or, you know, you mm-hmm. want guys to be and get live reps, but it would suck to get hurt in the preseason, man. Yeah. It really yeah, would. Somebody, yeah. Especially like a guy like that, Nelson, 
one of the best, you know, offensive linemen in the game. So, for sure. yeah, it's going to be good, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm hyped up. I know you are, too. Yeah, so let's hear it. Colts games. I'll watch a couple Colts games with you. Definitely. So, I want to know. I mean, obviously, it's tough with the quarterback situation, but what is a successful year for you, Crut, with the Bears? Well, you know, I, I think – with the, with the Hold talent. on, no, that, that's a great. Well, that's not, that's <laughs> no, not a great no, start I've to that. Do some thinking, you know, I think with the talent on the team right now, especially on, on the defensive side of the ball, obviously you got Mac. He, he's you know what 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 everyone. Hopefully, you know, last year he, he had a a bad year. People say you know yeah. statistically, but he was still rated the second or third best edge rusher by uh, whatever it is. P PFF. PFF football. So, you know, the guy gets double teamed every play, gets held every play. You can't you can't be good if you're just – guys have to do illegal things to stop you. So, uh, you know, I think Eddie Goldman coming back this year, he opted out last year for COVID. So, um, he was he was a big part of, of, uh, of our run defense, Hicks. I was him and Hicks in the middle. Oh, my. That's, that's, those are two bad men you do not want to see. Running, uh, running through the gaps, and actually at the place I work out in over the summer, uh, Eddie Goldman works out there too. A couple other Bears, Cody Whitehair, a couple offensive linemen guys. So it was cool to see those guys around. Um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't too like fangirling or fanboying <laughs> around him. I was just, you know, I, we're here to work, so I'll, I'll uh, you know, I let them did their stuff and, and everything. But no, that was cool. Charles Leno was up there too. So that was cool. That was cool to see those guys because, I mean, you see him on TV a lot and you're like, oh, my, that guy's, you know, he's big or he's, you know, he, he could probably he could probably lift a lot. That's that's probably what everyone says. But like to actually yeah. see these guys go in there and work and, and, mm-hmm. and do everything and a lot of respect for offensive linemen, man. A lot of respect yeah. because those guys are those guys are in the trenches and, and doing the dirty work. So definitely some of the most athletic humans on the planet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You uh, you get you got away from the question now. What is oh success? the Bears? Yeah, uh, you see how I did that there. A little. Uh, well, I'll say this: I think the playoffs are 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 expectations. You know, as far as I don't know if we could. The Packers are good. You know, I hate to say that on this, but the, I mean Rodgers is back. Devontae Adams. Um, Adrian Amos, who we should have never let go either, but who's counting? Um, Fuller, too, should have never let him go either. <laughs> a couple other guys. Whatever, I'll save that. But um, let me just be the GM next okay. year. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think the Packers are are pretty good. I, I think we can get them, though, this year. I think we can get them, though, at least once. We're going to get them once. So, and then that second game is going to be big. But – yeah, I think the playoffs are expectations for us. No, no question. I mean, we've made the playoff. We made the playoffs last year, and you know, Nickelodeon. We'll man. We'll leave it at that. But what if you guys could get back to Nickelodeon? Oh my gosh, that'd be great. Um, uh, 2018, obviously, you know, double doink and everything. So we made the playoffs. I think we missed the playoffs that next year. So we made it. You know, two out of the last three years, which which isn't bad or or something so you know playoffs are bust this year man playoffs are bust we want a chance to win it all just a chance just get us in 
just get us in. There's the playoffs are still the expanded version this year, or is that just how it's going to be for every year now? I I would assume so. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know if they did that because of COVID or something, but um, yeah. So expanded playoffs, I think it's seven teams that make it. Yeah. So playoffs, playoffs, one seed. No, <laughs> playoffs, though. playoffs, playoffs. All right. All right, that's that's fair. That's fair. We'll we'll check in on with you, uh, on uh, if that changes at all during the year, yeah. and, you know how things are going. Less than a all week. Right. Less than a week away. All right, let's talk some blurs. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's a little interesting. It's a little different now. You know, I'm a, I'm an alumni, baby. I'm a big mm-hmm. alumni. You know, it is. It's it's kind of cool to still be in the group chat, though. I feel like I'm a I'm still in the Loyola men's basketball group chat, so I, I feel yeah. like I'm still connected in some way. Yeah, yeah. So Kurt came in with us a couple times this summer and wanted to stay in with the schedule. So, uh, yes, which you don't yes. even get the schedule sent to you. You have to ask for it. Yes. But uh, you still participate in the group chat, just off the top rope. Whenever yeah. you want, you'll you'll add something in. Just I, I was I was texting them that the other night. Someone, you guys were rewatching a game or something, and we were we were talking about. So yeah. Well, no, yeah. I like I won't lie to you. It's muted on my phone. You know, sometimes that thing will have sixty five texts in it. It's muted, but I still participate in it. Yeah. So, but yeah. So how's stuff back back in uh, Rogers Park? You know, students it, are back to school now, huh? Yeah, obviously that's the biggest change. It's a great change. In the past week, everyone's come back, and it's just good to see new people again, man. It was a real ghost town. You know, everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. No one's doing much as far as getting together or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone's just focused on school this first week. Yes. Really hitting the syllabus is hard. Syllabi. The syllabi Mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, no. But I don't think I don't think people understand that enough that you know no one was on campus last year and athletes were and it was uh, yeah. a ghost town for yeah. seventeen months. That, that that was one of the things that really sucked last year. I mean, we were what, what were we ranked? We were ranked in the in the teens. Yeah. For like last in the tw- in the low twenties and teens for the last you know four or five weeks of the season. We didn't, there was no no one – we didn't have one single person come to our games in Gentile. You know, I, I really really wanted to have that experience. But, you know, this year, this is your guys' year now, hopefully. And uh, hopefully we're, they're going to allow fans. They, they just did like a mask mandate or whatever or vaccination. But, um, man, I, I, I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited for, for those guys that played last year that didn't get to experience that. So now this mm-hmm. year – Fans and, and everything get Gentile rocking again, man. Yeah, essentially you have two classes, freshman and sophomore, that are experiencing, uh, you know, college and you know college yeah. basketball for the first time. That's, so that yeah, fun. that's true because you know freshman last year they didn't get to go to college really. They they went online, but it wasn't you know the the campus vibe and everything. So yeah, is, that's true. Our guinea Those pig is bring a lot of good energy, man. Like. The freshmen that come oh, on to campus, oh, dude, they bring some energy in Gentile. It's nice. It's nice. For sure. For sure. They get there real early. Yeah. Ready to go. Real early. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so I mean, obviously the big the big change this year in in, in Loyola men's hoop is hoops is you know the coach. Obviously, Drew is is the coach now. He was an assistant for for four years when I played there and when I played there last year. And uh, you know now he's now he's kind of the the, the head coach. Not kind of, he is the head coach. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, just from my experiences being around there in, in the summer, I, I probably came up maybe eight or eight or nine times. I think he's going to do great. I think he's going to do great. I think a lot of the, a lot of you guys are, are you know really really listening to him. You know, respect him. Everybody respects him. Um, but I will say that it, sometimes it could be tough to to you know he's an assist. He was an assistant coach for four years, and everyone knows him as an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And now he's moved into the head coach role, and and you know you might still think of him as as an assistant sometimes, but. I got to say, I mean, even in the workout, I went to a couple workouts. I mean, you know, he knows his stuff, obviously. And, and I think there's there's a good level of respect between, you know, you guys and him. And, and you know, he, he, he was always pushing us in practice, that's for sure. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I think he's bringing a, a not that Coach Moser wasn't energetic. He was really energetic, but he's also bringing kind of like that new energy uh, and everything. I, I saw some, you know, Instagram, Drew, Drew Instagram stuff and everything. <laughs> So it's, it's funny. It's good stuff. And, and I know he, he loves that stuff. And, um, you know, I think that's just kind of the way it's going now as far as, you know, being modern and, and everything. So how's everything been going, workouts and, and everything? Yeah, it's it's been great. Um, obviously, he, he's brought in a bunch of new people that, that have been great, too, uh, which we can get to that in a minute. But as far as Drew, I mean, that would be hard for an assistant if they didn't have the role that Drew had right, while he was right. assistant and just how, you know. I mean, yeah, the last few years, he pretty much, you know, he took over on, on a lot. He, his, his role just grew and grew every year. So it really kind of made sense to, you know, when, when Coach decided and, and, and went on and moved on to, to Oklahoma, it was kind of just a no-brainer for him to, to step in. And I'm, I'm really glad the university did that. And, and uh, you know, everybody kind of was on the same page because – when you got a you know a culture like we had it and and everything, you don't want to try. You don't want to hire someone new. Mm-hmm. You know, hire someone that that hasn't been around that stuff. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys are up to this year, and, and this will be a great great way to, to to you know stay in touch, stay in tune, and and uh, hopefully get some guests on, get some get some Rambler guests and everything. So definitely excited. Saw so the non conference schedule. I mean. It's pretty. It's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. Yeah, that's got to be the most power five teams we've scheduled. What I mean? Yeah, no. Before yeah. you. Yeah, I. Yeah. When I was looking at that, you guys <laughs> better have some good practices. Yeah, no, it'll be fun, and it's good to know that. Like, like now, I mean, obviously, it wouldn't change much, but like you know, yeah. if you can't have a bad day. But with thinking about that ahead, so yeah, and the battle for Atlantis. I always wanted to go somewhere, but we went to the Cayman Islands, which was really yeah. fun. That was fun, but that wasn't like it, it was a good field, but it wasn't like lo- like a loaded field no. like like Atlantis will be. I mean, you got Baylor, Auburn, UConn, Syracuse, Syracuse. Who, who do you guys play in the first round again? Michigan State. Oh yeah, I forgot Michigan State. <laughs> So that'll be uh, that'll be fun though, man. That'll be fun. That'll be kind of like NCAA tournament vibe game. Drew's alma mater, you know. Mm-hmm. Drew, well, coaching alma mater. He went to yeah. Oakland, but um, the Valentine, you know, legacy that that was left at 
you know, Michigan State and everything. So it'll be fun. I know he's going to be hyped up for that game for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, we love the challenge, the opportunity. Um, be a great definitely... test. Be a great yeah. test. All right. So obviously we got some time before that starts, but we'll definitely get some some Rambler guests on before oh, yeah. the season. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk some Belgium. Yes, sir. All right, correct. So you've been overseas now for like a month. That's kind of uh, wild. Yes. Yeah, dude, it's it's definitely an adjustment. I'll tell you that. It's definitely an adjustment. But, um, you know, the, the, the club that I'm with, Antwerp Giants, actually, <laughs> I, I posted a picture uh, the other day and, like, Someone was like, what, "Are you come? Are you are you back at LUC this year?" It was a Loyola picture, so I was kind of I was kind of messing messing with them. But like, hey man, it's been like three months. <laughs> did you not did you not see the other stuff or, or anything? But whatever. So yeah, I mean Antwerp Giants. I'm out in Antwerp, Belgium. It's and it's a great city. It is awesome. It, the best part about it is is that the club is great. The club is so professional. Um, the coach, I love the coach. Um, it, it's big that the coach speaks English. You know, it's not his first language, but it, I have to be able to communicate with the coach, you know. So it, it's good that he speaks English, and I, I've talked to him um, before I got here and everything, and, and our, you know, views are aligned and everything, and he's he's all in. So it, it's been it's been good, and, and now we actually have finally have our full team out here um, for the first, like, two or two weeks we had a couple guys playing internationally. We had um, we, we still hadn't signed a guy or two, so um, we, we've got our full squad now for about two about two <laughs> weeks. So it's been good, but you know, obviously there's some there's some learning curves and there's some bumps because I've never played with these guys before and they've never played with me. So sure. definitely definitely will be interesting. But um, these these next couple weeks in the preseason and stuff, we played like five maybe five preseason games so far. So you know, just getting comfortable with everybody, getting comfortable playing, playing with each other, reading the game. So, yeah. So it's only going to get better. With that, I mean, obviously, you got a lot going on right now. But just talking basketball on the floor, what can you say is different about the international game than over here? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely it's it's definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still basketball, but it's definitely different. Like it, it's it's way more physical. Um, just even just from college to pro, I would say that it's even more physical, but out here refs don't call shit. Okay. (laughs) Refs, refs, ref the game with their eyes closed. Okay. (laughs) If you're a European official listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) but no, I mean like the little stuff, like the little, you know, bumps and shoulders and hips and stuff. They don't care. You know, they don't care over here. And that's like something I had to kind of get used to because in college, like I was the guy that officials would, would target, you know, like try to, if I even moved the hair on a screen, they were calling a legal screen because, you know, the other team is screaming, he's such illegal screens every time here. No. So that's definitely something like I get to be more physical, which is, which is kind of, you know, different and, 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 you know, going to the glass and stuff and, and everything. So, and then just like the pace, the pace of the game, obviously it's 24 seconds. So college is 36 seconds. Doesn't seem like a lot, but you walk the ball up, you know, it's down to 20. Now you only got, you get into a play, you're at 18. 
you know, that, yeah. that's you have 18 seconds to score. And, and the pace of the game, like just like transition and stuff, um, it, it's it's a little different. And then like in college, I never – you never realize it, but like in college – you know, the media timeouts that in, there's one under, under 16, under 12, under eight, under four, it's four free timeouts you get in a game. And it, that's eight timeouts in a game you get yeah. in the first half, you get four in the second half, you get four. There's no, no media timeouts here. So like, there's like no breaks in the game really, which is, yeah. which I kind of like, because if you're in a flow and you're in a groove, like I can't like in college, you could, you could call a timeout at, you know, 17:01, and then you play for a minute to, to 15:59, and it's a media timeout. Like it, yeah. that, that it kind of jumbles up the flow. So mm-hmm. it, it's definitely a little little different. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's it's just basketball, man. It's just mm-hmm. basketball. So it's been good. It's been good. I, I've I've got to know some of my teammates. Everybody speaks English. Um, that that's the best part. Like in Antwerp, um, even just everybody in general here um speaks english which is which is nice obviously it's not their first language but um at least it's something you know at least i can communicate with people and and not just kind of use hand signals and nods and winks and stuff so but like if you go more more towards uh france and belgium no one's not many people speak english or like their english is is really kind of uh uh, broken so um, it's definitely a good spot definitely a good spot Okay, yeah, so we're kind of getting to that. What can you say about the immediate differences uh, off the court? You know, just lifestyle, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one one is like everything's smaller here, every everything's smaller, like not necessarily like the apartments are living, but like you know, the bathroom is smaller, the the cars are smaller, there's like no trucks, no (laughs) trucks here, which is like kind of interesting. But, like, if you see a truck, then you know, like, okay, there's an American person. Because, like, they don't even make trucks here. Barely. Or from what I've seen. From what I've seen. Someone could correct me on that. Um, differences, like, the, the grocery store, like, the, the food here is, is more fresh. I would say it's more fresh. Um, kind of like getting your meals. You can't really, like, buy stuff for a long time. Like, you can only really buy, like couple days worth of groceries because mm-hmm. stuff will go bad so you you gotta you know kind of plan out like three days is is kind of the max for, mm-hmm. for some of like the fresh stuff here which is which is interesting and then like crazy thing about the the grocery stores is like there's no plastic bags it's not crazy it's actually a good idea well, it's a <laughs> for an american like you go to walmart you buy whatever they put it in 20 plastic bags and you bring your plastic bags home. Like it's just kind of a waste. Like what happens to those plastic bags when you're done with them? Who knows? They end up in a landfill or something, but here you, you like, so the first time we went shopping, like we don't know, we don't, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So we, we go and we're like, where's the plastic bags? Me and Jess, um, my girlfriend is out, came out here with me as well. So been it's been great having her around because man i I, w- I would get lonely out here being by myself i feel like just i mean the guys on the team are great like i said and, and we've done some stuff but having jess here is definitely definitely great to you know do stuff with to be around to, to just hang out with you know in, in the downtime so but yeah we, we went to the store and we're like where are the plastic bags you know so we had to buy some bags and stuff and then like it's great you just 
you just bring them every time you leave the house. You just bring like a like a reusable bag with you, and you just fill it up with whatever you want, whatever you get. So, mm-hmm. so it's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah. What else we got? I'm trying to think. Driving. Drive. I I was a little worried about driving when I when I first signed to come over here. Like I didn't know if it was going to be on the left side of the road, <laughs> the right side of the road. You know, am I going to have to drive stick shift or anything? But like. It's it's very very similar. Um, they drive on the right side of the road here. It's the same type of cars. The wheels are on the left. See, um, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I yeah, totally thought. See, that's great. That's crazy. Like people think, oh, all of Europe they drive on the left side of the road, but it's really only like Britain. It's really only like yeah. the United Kingdom and Australia that do that. See, I'm, I'm pretty sure Britain it is on the left side of the road, but I thought the steering wheel is still on the right side of the car in the rest of Europe. No. Have you not seen that at all? No, I haven't seen the steering wheel on the right side of the car. Huh. But I only drive my car, so how would I know what other what other? Well, you can are? see other drivers, no? Yeah, but okay. I, no, no one has the wheel on the right side of the road. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't think you can just switch that. I mean, maybe, but. No right on red here, which hurts, really hurts. <laughs> and like... The, like the line, like as an American, you drive up to a stoplight, right? And the white line is just a suggestion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can stop before it. You can stop. You stop on it. You roll to make the right. No, no, no. Here, the white line is the white line. Okay. You got pedestrians. Like one time, like because there's so many bikers, so many yeah. bikers and so many walkers and stuff like if you, if not you creep, yeah, if you creep up, you're gonna hit somebody. Like the amount of bikers here is nuts. So like the first couple times, you know, I kind of I go and I'm I'm like on the white line and people are walking by and they're giving me like dirty looks. <laughs> <laughs> like I've like I've broke the law. And I'm like, holy well, you shit. have. Yeah, I have. I'm a you know. So that it was it was crazy, man. It was crazy. And then, like, every time you, you make a right, just assume there's a biker. Okay? Just assume it. And, and like, the biking system here is great. Jess got a bike. She, she You can literally get anywhere in the city with, with a bike. That's great. So it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely an adjustment, but I'm used to it now. All the cars are smaller. Um, there's not really any, like, big, big cars because the roads aren't, aren't, the, like the lanes are a little skinnier, but the roads yeah. aren't like, there's no like, there is, there, the highway system here is, is, is good. It's good. But it's not like, you know, 90 in Chicago is what, six, six lanes wide. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's only like three or four lanes here. So gotcha. it's a little different. And then and they like close lanes on, on the highway. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, I'll, I'll get into this. Yeah. More. There is one difference you talked about, uh, you know, off camera uh, in our first call, which I warned you of this. Yes. I warned you before we went up. So, Crut and I are huge uh, coffee drinkers. Shout yeah. out uh, the the Red Line Loyola Duncan, man. Like, like, that's our spot. And I got you, you know. Your last Duncan. I told you this is your last Duncan for a while. The last time I saw you. Well, here's the deal. Okay, they have Dunkin' Donuts here. That 
it's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's just Dunkin'. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that either. I yeah. don't agree with that. But whatever. They have Dunkin' here. But it, it's not – it's only like espresso. You know, so like their coffee here is all espresso stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not – that big into like espressos and stuff i just want like a like just coffee you know like out of a pot and if they were listening to me say this they'd be they you know people over here and and they would say like that's not real coffee like it's water (laughs) it's watered down i don't care if it's watered down okay that's what i want so like the first like an like they have a thing called an americano here which is like it's a shot of espresso with water in it, like watered down. And it's still, it's still just, it's not the same as a large caramelized coffee with cream, with cream. Oh, that's different than what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Which, I, know. I know you can, I, I, you can drink regular black coffee, but, eh, uh, well, no. well, with like cream and sugar sometimes. And oh, a hotel right. coffee. You've had plenty of those. Yeah, so. hotel coffee I can do. But it's just, in, in it, like, there's nothing better than on like a, you know, summer day, any day, really, um, you know, you go to Dunkin' and you get like a, I don't know, is it like 32 ounces? That might be too big. It's a lot of it ounces. Might it might be. It's a lot of ounces of coffee and it's in a large. And here you go to, you go to this, the Dunkin' and you get a large and it's the size of our medium. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want more coffee than that. <laughs> but it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So the, 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 the sizes, the, like the sizes here are also smaller, mm-hmm. but Hey, it's whatever. I, I've, I'm actually starting to get into espresso now. We've got a, we've got an espresso machine that I've been making stuff on and everything. So I've been getting into it, but I already told Jess, like the first thing I do when I'm getting back home is going right to Dunkin' large caramelized coffee, cream, cream and sugar, <laughs> mark it down. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. And the Dunkin' right, so- here, like the donuts, the donuts here are like really good, really okay. good. I have only had a couple, but they're really good. <laughs> All right, so I guess the gist of everything you've talked about so far is Belgium is exponentially healthier in every aspect. Yes, that. yeah, no, seriously, seriously. It's I'm gonna like be, come back and be like a twig <laughs> <laughs> because it, it seriously is like it's it's kind of crazy. They like grade. They grade in the store. They grade their meats. We, we grade our meats in the United States too. But like, I, I don't know. Do you know the meat grading system in the United no. States at all? Yeah, neither do I. But Whoa. like here, it, it's like uh, here they have like a little scale, and there's like F. You know, it goes by letters A, B, C, D, E, and F. And, it, and it's not like based on like the quality of the meat. It's based on like how healthy is this meat for yeah. you. Okay. So, like, you know, if you see an F, you know, like, oh, shit, like, that's the worst meat I could eat, you know. Not necessarily, like, that this meat is, like, didn't come from the right place. It's an F because it's not healthy for you. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's an R. It's a, it's a kind of a cool system. You, you can kind of grade yourself on what you're putting into your body. Right. So. And just, like, the lack of preservatives – that's yeah, oh, dude, dude, so crazy, crazy. First time I go to Albertine is the name of the store. Okay, Albertine. It's a it's a Dutch store. I've always my whole life 
I've been a huge milk drinker. I drink milk almost every day when I was a kid. And in college, I kind of weaned off because I don't know. I just, but I'm starting to get back into it now. Okay. But first time I went to the store, the milk here, not refrigerated. <sighs> not refrigerated milk. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I've just accepted it. I've just accepted it. There's a, I have a, I have a liters. It's only in liters. I have six liters of milk in my, in my pantry, not refrigerated. I'm, and I'm fine with it. That's unbelievable. I guess it's like, it's a different, well, like I put it in the refrigerator once it's time, but like I have one in the fridge and then I have like, you know, five other ones that I don't need to refrigerate. It's crazy. They, it's like a different process they do to, um, like pasteurize it over here or something. So it, it was a, you know, first time I was like, am I going to be all right to drink this stuff? <laughs> well, it was, it was good. It was good. So I'm getting adjusted. I am getting yeah. adjusted. It, it sounds, sounds like things that things are going well. Every so. day, every day is a new adventure though. You learn something new every day here, but it's, it's cool. It's, it's fun. It's fun. So I, I guess we'll, we'll hear more about that next week. Hopefully uh, oh, yeah. everything goes well with the viewing experience. I guess oh, yeah. for the Bears games, yeah. I've, that backup plan is FaceTime. Yeah. FaceTime yeah. to America. Yes. Yes. So. All right. Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll discuss more on this next week. I, I wonder what will happen in that time. Yes. There for, yes. One week is a long time. One week is a long time. That's a good thing. All right. All right. So that ends our show for today. First episode. Usually we will have uh, a guest on. We're not sure um, who our first guest will be. You won't even know who our first guest will be until you click listen. So there won't be any hints or anything. It'll just be a guest and he'll be on or she or she'll be on anybody. So. But we're, we're hoping to get a, a bunch of good guests, a bunch of people um, that obviously have to do with Bears, Blurs, in Belgium. So um, that'll be a, a good segment for this first episode. There won't be uh, a guest on. And uh, then there's also another segment we're going to have called the mailbag segment that I will let Will explain. Yeah, so uh, we definitely want to talk to our community and, and hear some of your, your questions, uh, either for Crut or I, about you know, one of the three subjects or not, uh, anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the three subjects. I mean, I would, it would, I don't care what you ask. <laughs> as long as keep it, keep it PG. I mean, PG 13, 13. Okay. So <laughs> we'll, for now, we're just going to operate everything on our own social media. So if yep. you would like to ask a question in the mailbag, uh, DM either Crut or I on either Twitter or Instagram and start your message with BBB. So, you know, acknowledge it that it's for the mailbag. Uh, you know, ask your question and then let us know if you want us to include your first name, your uh, social media handle, or, or if you want to be anonymous, um, which is totally fine. So we're excited for that. Uh, that that's definitely a, a, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this, to, you know, talk to the Loyola community a little more. And then obviously... Uh, if you want to 
ask Crut some some Bears questions. <laughs> he yeah. could he could ramble on that for a minute. So. What do you think they should have ran on third and two? <laughs> Uh, what is that like the the, the screen pass to uh... <laughs> no curls yeah. curls <laughs> that's what we would have ran last year curls all right well I go ahead and uh, we'll we'll get straight to the mailbag next week so uh, ask yes, away uh, obviously we won't be able to get to everything but uh, any any question is appreciated so thanks for listening and and go blurs go blurs baby. All right, so obviously, you know, me and Will are huge, huge Rambler guys, huge Rambler fans. Um, you know, obviously, I'm an alumni now. That's kind of weird to say. I'm an alumni. Will is still an active student. Um, but but one thing that we, we felt like we needed to bring to light, bring, bring attention to, is the passing of uh, Jerry Harkness. Ever since I was a freshman, he, he was always around the, uh, the, the school, always around athletics basketball um he even talked to us a couple times i'll I'll never forget some of the talks that i I had with jerry and and everything and you know just the stories he would tell the the stuff that he's been through should no no human should ever have to go through that stuff and you know he did it he he did it with his head up his head held high what national champion only national championship team in in illinois history is the, the 63 loyola team and he was the he was the captain and, and kind of the ringleader of that team. So I know uh, when I heard that news that, that he had passed away, man, it was it was a sad day it was with a heavy heart. Um, you know, going to sleep at night with with, with a heavy heart. So um, we just we just wanted to make it known that that uh, he'll live on he'll live on in our hearts and in our in our spirit forever, man. And he's always a part of the Loyola community and you know what he did for for not only basketball and Loyola just but for everything from from racial equality to, to racial justice to everything um he, he was such an important figure yeah i mean when i think of him and obviously the you know that that was a really sad day um i think of him you think of like his legacy on and off the court is like untouched i mean especially you know in, in college basketball it's just an incredible story um but then also like the type of person he was you know I yeah, like dating yeah. back to my freshman year. We 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 stop stopping at practice, coming to a couple of games, and we've heard him speak a little bit since then. And then we're actually able to hop on Zoom with him um, this this spring. Drew Drew made a good point, and I, and I always appreciated you know Coach Moser and and Drew just how um, much attention they wanted to give him and his story, and like they wanted us to like know that. And obviously, like a lot of college basketball players know that story. Um, but it, it, it's something if you're listening to this podcast and you and don't, you don't know, know, yeah, you, the story of Jerry Harkness, like that, it's an incredible story. I mean, he crossed paths with Jackie Robinson and Barack Obama, like, um, and and the stuff in between there that you know he cultivated is incredible. Yeah, I'll never forget uh, one time. Uh, so, you know, there's that film coming out about the 63 team that Lucas uh, is narrating and stuff. And for some reason, uh, I was, I, I I'm not really involved with, with the film or anything, but um, the director and, and Lucas uh, had 
myself, the, I think it was the starting five and Lucas from the from the 2018 team, and mm-hmm. they had the starting five from the 63 team. All, all the guys that were were uh, were still alive, yeah. and we we talked for oh, we talked for two hours on on a Zoom. It was during COVID. Uh, we talked for two hours on a Zoom, and these guys just told story after story after story. And Jer- Jerry was on there as well, story after story after story, and, and like some of these stories, man, like. You can't help but like cry. You can't help but get emotional. Um, you know, a couple times, stuff that you know is, is horrible to hear and, and horrible to, to to think that these guys live through. But it's true, and and you know they're they're better men for it, and I'm a better man for for listening to that stuff. So just wanted to you know give our condolences to Jerry's family, and um, you know he, he like I said, he's always going to be in our hearts. I always remember him and and everything that he was and. He was a great player, but he was he was an even better man for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.